0: Hi, me again, and another lunchtime and another walk in Malden. Sorry for doing the same things regularly. I'm just I'm on contract in Malden at the minute. I'm a bit busy, so I don't have time on my lunch break to go jump in the car and go and drive somewhere any more interesting. So we're stuck with stuck with Malden on lunchtimes for a little while until I get a bit less busy at work, which I can't see happening anytime soon and also as well sorry for a slightly pony video yesterday wasn't my best words bit of a rush job because i was rushing around in the morning i realized i didn't have a video for the day because last night i took my mum to see buble at the o2 had the tickets booked for a while it was a little present for it's always been a dream to see buble and do you remember i said that i didn't have a present for my sister's 50th i bloomin forgot when i booked those tickets ages ago for my mum i only booked her one as well didn't i so all three of us went to see Buble last night. Eight fifty a pint in there. Eight fifty a pint and £16.50 for a hot dog. Glad I was driving. Because I couldn't afford to get, get hammered in there watching Buble. It was quite good though. It was quite good. Didn't sing enough, or didn't sing any of the old Sinatra songs, which I thought was a shame because that's my cup of tea, that. It's very much my cup of tea. But no, good night. Expensive night. I by all. a Bit tired today because I didn't get home till know, it was about after twelve. By the amount of time I fought the traffic coming out of Greenwich. That's right, it It's worth it. It's worth it. And Mum had a good time. That's pretty much all that matters, really, isn't it? So as always, I've got a few stories we can talk about. I'll go through some of your comments as well. And uh, I mean Promenade Park in Malden's. It's the jewel in Malden's crown. I know I'm guessing on a lot about Malden lately, but it's nice to be contracted to go and work where I was brought up. That's where I grew up. I think we moved here when I was eight or nine, and then I lived here till, I don't know, 25, something like. No, because my first place was in Clacton, that was 22. But you know what I mean? You know the point I'm trying to make. It's It's nice to be contracted to work where you were brought up, it's nice. So anyway, let's have a look at some of these stories then, shall we? Is this camera working again? Right. Pensioners leading revolt against BBC with 350000 in licence fee evasion. It made me quite happy when I saw that. It's um, it's an article that's come about from Dennis Reed at Silver Voices, who we've talked about on his channel a few times, haven't we? And Dennis Reed has said, Instead of sending barrages of threatening... No, that's not what I'm looking for. New analysis by the organisation claims up to 357,000 older people are resisting paying more than 100,000 higher than previously believed. I wouldn't have thought it was that many. I wouldn't have thought it was that many. But one thing I don't like, where is it? In the headline, it says 350,000 in licence fee evasion. I don't like the word evasion. I don't like the word evasion. Well, unless. Of course, they are actually evading it, but we try not to use that word on this channel, do we? Because we're not evaders. We're not paying for something we don't require. How is that evading anything? But yeah, three hundred and fifty-seven thousand, a hundred thousand more than thought. I'm quite proud of the old people, you know. And um, the BBC are say saying they're not going to enforce it. People who are. Uh, people who would have got the free one hand. they're not sending enforcement officers round. and they will. They will. They can't leave 357,000 people. They can't, can they? It's going to happen. And they've been trained now, haven't they, by the Dementia Association, by watching a DVD or something, to deal with vulnerable people, lagoons. So, I hope it doesn't happen. I'm almost certain if it does... There's gonna be a horror story there. There's gonna be a horror story there, isn't there? There's, there's gotta be. What else do we have to talk about as I come up here? you know, I'll spin the camera around, look, it's good this bit. So it's like an outdoor amphitheatre and they do Shakespeare in the park and stuff down here in the summer, if you like that sort of thing. I'm not adverse to a bit, of, a bit of shaky, you know? Oh yeah, someone put in an FOI request about the TV licence dispensation for the coronation, wasn't it? Because they're saying you can watch it without a TV licence. So I've got the, the press report. The information they released, quite a lot of it's redacted. But it does say here, Big Screen TV Licence Dispensation. The BBC has in the past allowed organisations to facilitate community screenings of BBC coverage of important national events occasions such as the recent royal wedding blah 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 the chief customer officer has confirmed that during an operation lion event the BBC shall again grant a license fee dispensation to allow access to bbc output as part of community viewing experiences in the uk so they still haven't actually said the words you can't watch it at home on your telly but they're saying community settings big screen settings i mean we're they say it's for big screen uses. Well, where's their cut-off? cutoff? I've got quite a big screen. Can I watch it without a license in my own home? That's the information the FOI request was trying to get. And they didn't get it, which is the BBC all over. Isn't it? I don't know. Well, I watch it? I'm not a big royalist, you know. I'm not. But big events like that, I mean, you should watch them. It should be part of it. It's part of our history. Yes, I probably will watch it. Probably will. What's up next? Oh, yeah. Our friend is back. Match of the day host Gary Lineker wins £4.9 million pound tax battle with HMRC. There was a bit of a problem with that. Is that he was. Um, if he was classed as an employee, I believe it was, or it might be the other way around, then he would have had to cough up over four million quid in tax to hmrc it's all to do with the ir35 thing which i don't fully understand i've got a friend of mine who works in it and he does these contracts and he was ir35 and he tried to explain it to me it goes right over my head right over my head i mean i have to pay tax for this the little bit of money i make for this i have to declare it because i'm not getting into trouble My old man was in some tax problems What? i'm not doing it So I have an accountant do that for me. I don't understand half of that either. All I know is it'd be easier if I didn't make any money off of this. But um, I don't make a lot. I make a little bit, but you've got to declare it. I'm not getting into trouble. I'm not getting into trouble. Especially when you put your face out there when you start sort of tackling the establishment like I am, it's not worth getting into trouble, is it? But yeah, Gary, Gary looks like he's come out clean. HMRC has claimed he should have been classed as an employee of the BBC and BT Sport for presenting duties rather than as a freelancer. And the taxman pursued him for 4.9 million, he said was owed on his income between 2013 and 2018. So, what do you reckon his tax rate would have been? Even if we say 50% tax rate, which I don't think it's 40, 45%, would it? That tells you how much Gary Lineker earned between 2013 and 2018. If his tax bill for that would have been four point nine million quid. So he's he's not going down any food banks anytime soon, is he? And again, not having a person dig at a man. Because I don't care. the only care I have is why he's getting paid so much via the BBC from hardworking families in the UK. You know, you could earn that kind of money. Good luck to you, I wish I could. I I'd right, I wish I could, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Tax bill four point nine million be a lot. That'd sting. That'd sting, wouldn't it? Be able to put fuel in me Bentley for a couple of weeks. That's have a little looks nice down here, isn't it? I want to get my shoes muddy again, right? Like the other day when I did the one, when I was walking about by the boats. Got my shoes muddy again. And the office floor was caked in mud once it started drying off and I got told off. Right, I've got to clean the floors today. So uh yeah, not good. Got told off a bit. Right. What else have we got oh yeah it's a post on money saving expert forum i thought it was interesting i thought we could have a chat about it see where you stand on this right i recently bought a secondhand smart tv from a charity shop when i got home and connected it to the internet i found i am able to access the previous owner's film and tv streaming services including those that are paid for I don't have the budget to subscribe to these myself and I work nights, so provided I only use them a little bit during the day when the previous owner's unlikely to want to, would it be wrong to do so? So I think it's more of a moral question than a legal question. What would you do? Because I did this, I I bought a telly for me mum to put on her bedroom wall when she was poorly and I had to send it back to Amazon, but I'd already logged into Netflix and everything, I blooming well forgot to log out, didn't I, before sending it back. Well, I've taken a wall off this. I swear this used to have a wall on it, this little cabin-y thing where you can sit. Spend some time in here when I was 14 or 15. I did. Fridays and Saturday nights. Bottle of 2020. 10 Red Band. Lovely. That's where I used to hang out. It's not worse worst place to hang out. It's not exactly <laughs> horrible in a city, is it? It's quite lucky, I guess. But anyway, would you... If you bought a used telly off eBay or you went to the charity shop, whatever, and you found it was still logged into Netflix or his Amazon Prime, whatever, would you access it? Would you use it? Huh? Let me know in the comments below. If I couldn't afford to buy Netflix, I probably would. I probably would. Because the owner can still log out, or the, the owner of the account can still log out still log that telly out eh? you can just go into your account and check because I had a look the other day just for fun about what devices were logged into my Netflix and my ex in Spain been logging in on her phone and on my telly that I paid for that's out there watching Netflix and I was like oh, I don't know how I feel about that. So I logged it out right I kicked it off. I didn't change the password I just kicked it off just to see if she would log back in. And she did, like, the next day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't mind. It's all right. What's... It's... it's no problem. We're still on talking terms. It's absolutely fine. I don't mind. She's welcome to use it if she wants. Well, what would you do? Would you use it or would you sign out? Interesting, right? What else we got? Windy today. I hope you're not picking up too much wind. See, this used to be... a this pond thing in the middle here you used to be able to swim in that. I never used to have all the reeds in that round. Here. It used to be for swimming. I wouldn't have recommended swimming in it, but people did. Grim. Yeah. East Renfrewshire politician calls for reform to TV licence fee. Another politician's jumping on it. Good. More politicians is more better. I mean, everyone says don't. Yeah, everyone says to me, you should tell people to contact their mp and i'm like oh, i just don't see mps actually doing anything but maybe if enough of them get on board yeah maybe speaking in a Holyrood debate eastwood msp jackson car law highlighted the popularity of streaming services such as netflix blah 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 he noted that many people aged under 35 are no longer paying the license fee because they're instead watching programs available on streaming services well he's actually been paying attention then obviously and I said my niece is not a niece who's 24 and I don't think she watches one thing on normal telly they just can't get in you know get their head around having to wait till Wednesday at 8 or whatever to watch your favourite show you know the world they were brought up in is I want to watch what I want when I want to watch it and as much of it as I want to blooming watch and I've got no problem it's the, it's the future of television isn't it So at least this guy's paying attention. When people of my generation were growing up, the BBC was watched by 20 million people every week. But today, programmes on terrestrial television are sometimes at the top 10 with fewer than 3.5 million views. That's, again, a fair point. Like, the most watched broadcast TV show in British history was uh, Christmas Day EastEnders, when Den served Angie with divorce papers. 30 million people. 30. that's a lot of people can you imagine half the British population today sitting down to watch one TV channel it never happened There's too much choice, too many things so yeah, he's on the ball he's letting himself right down here I support the principle of the license fee but as a funding model over the next 10 or 20 years it will not be a reliable source of income for the BBC so he does support it that's not gone well. But, uh, we've now seen, because we looked the other day, didn't we, at the stats for ITV and their income. And the ITV are now generating as much income as the TV license fee generates. So there's no argument to have the TV license fee anymore. The BBC can just go commercial and it'd be done. It's nice down here. I like looking at the boats and that. I quite fancy a boat. Not one of these boats like a super yacht kind of boat <laughs> you never know one day one day right let's go through some of your comments again see what you've been talking about it's cold again though ain't it cold yesterday was horrible peeing down and gray horrible wasn't it? not a good day to drive to london but at least it does the o2 was freezing though absolutely freezing glad i took a big coat right question I pulled up at the lights in my alfa romeo and alongside came a fiat 500 the lights turned green and i gunned it to my surprise it was off like a rocket and was gone it was in a bath a wolf in sheep's clothing yeah well you all know now that i'm quite the bath fan i'm on my third one quite the fan and yeah they are quick they're like the size of a shoe aren't they and there's some people that have got them tuned up to over 200 horsepower i think you can get them from the factory over 180 horsepower for a teeny tiny little car how quick they're good fun i like it we love goon videos keep them coming i wish i could i wish i could i wish i could get enough goon videos no one's sending them to me anymore because everyone's putting them on their own tiktok so i'm gonna check tiktok more often to get some i do have a stack of them that people have sent in I've been saving for a couple of months, but they're not the most exciting ones. They're mostly ones where the goons have knocked on the door and no one's answered, kind of ones that have been captured on a, on a ring doorbell. I will put them up. I wanna do more of them. If I can get more, I will do more, I promise. If BBC are on YouTube, wouldn't they be getting ad revenue too? I find that disgusting. Well, if you find that disgusting, you'll be finding a lot more stuff about the BBC disgusting. Yes, BBC YouTube. If you watch it in the, in the UK, you won't see any ads they're stopped because they can't do it but if you like use a VPN or something and pretend to be in another country any country and then you watch BBC stuff on YouTube yep you'll see ads but that's why they're changing this BBC News thing so they can show ads for the world market you won't see any ads in the UK but if you watch the same BBC News channel anywhere else in the world you get ads and don't forget UK TV Dave Gold all of that all 100% owned by the BBC, showing ads on shows you paid for a long time ago with your TV licence fees. It's dirty, and I don't know how they get away with it. I really don't know how they get away with it. Here's a question for you. Are you breaking the law if the TV has an aerial connected to the set, but at the same time when one of these people call around the set is switched off? Well, not technically, no. Because the licence isn't based on what equipment you have. It's based on what you use that equipment to do so technically you could use that aerial to listen to the radio through your television but it's hard to justify having the aerial connected to the telly if you're not watching broadcast TV right doesn't make doesn't make a lot of sense just unplug the aerial box it off cut the cable whatever but you've got to remember you're not letting these people in anyway they're not allowed in are they you're not letting them in so it's immaterial so no one should be coming in to inspect it, you shouldn't be talking about it to them if they knock on the door, you just say no thank you, and you close the door, simple isn't it? On. Hello. It's like National Dog Walking Day down here today. Is watching a recorded programme that was originally broadcast two or more days prior still classed as live TV in iPlayer or catch up on 4? I get this a lot, questions like this. It's so I'm watching, the program isn't live, it was filmed four days ago, but it's being broadcast on channel four today. Or oh, I'm watching a plus one channel, that's quite a common one. Loads of people always say that to me. But a plus one channel isn't live broadcast, is it? Well, it is, because it's the same program that was on another channel an hour ago, it just happens to be on this channel now. It's a fresh channel. And I don't mean live, as in happening now. Broadcast television. So it doesn't matter if the show's old. Let's make sure I'm understanding what he's trying to say correctly. Yeah. So it's uh, trying to say that a show that you know isn't like, say, you want to watch Top Gear, for instance, right? That's not live. That's not happening right there and then, is it? It was filmed months ago. Can you watch that because that's not live? No. It's. I don't mean live, as in happening right now. They mean live, as in broadcast TV. But it's been broadcast now. You can't watch it. Take your aerial down. I mean, if you mean business, why not? Well, you don't have to. You don't have to. I mean, my old place had an aerial on the roof and a sky dish on the front as well. But they weren't connected to anything. And why should I go to the expense of taking these things down if I don't want to do it? You don't need these things anymore. And if you're in the position you can get them taken down, take them down. But I'm not going to spend money doing that on a rental property none of my business so yeah the best the best thing to do like mr h's hot pot is always talking about it and uh who's the other one as well he doesn't do tv license stuff anymore but they're always saying mr jones that's it mr jones 1972 their big thing was put a blanking plate in so if you've got like the aerial socket in your wall put in a blanking plate or cut the cable Whatever, you don't need to take anything off the roof, it's immaterial, it's immaterial and it's not proof, having an aerial on the roof is not proof that you're watching something you shouldn't be watching, so I will not worry about it. Hi John, I watch out for your podcast most days along with 70,000 other discerning people who enjoy your honest and friendly chats, plus now you are sharing with us all around the areas you live and I feel sharing with us more of yourself. 70,000, John, lol, Lol, just don't ever say, oh, if you're passing, call in for a brew. (laughs) Ah, It's not 70,000 yet, hopefully one day. I can't believe how many people watch this nonsense that I put out. I can't believe that. I think it's 26 million views now. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I won't be inviting you all in for a brew. But yeah, looking forward to getting to 70,000. Oh, God, look at this hill. It doesn't look as steep on the video as it does to me. So I'm gonna, I'll resume this when I get to the top of the hill. Now the microphone's so sensitive, everybody thinks I'm knackered because all you can hear is my breathing. I'm not that bad. I can't get this microphone set up right. When I canceled my TV license, I told the customer service that I only watch Chili John Carney on YouTube and therefore does not require a license. Yeah, I don't know if they know me. I know the goons do, I know some of them do, because I'm costing them money, and I... But the customer service people, or general people at the BBC, I don't know. I don't think I'm that well-known. I'm just a small YouTuber, and that's a huge organisation, isn't it? But funny, funny. They should have that on the thing, shouldn't they? Why are you cancelling your TV licence today? I no longer watch live TV or all the questions and then the bottom ones, because Chili told me to. That'd be quite funny. Yeah, I'm all out of questions though. Should have stayed at the bottom of the hill, shouldn't I, never mind. Now I'm gonna go get the car and I uh, bought my own lunch in today. Bought my own lunch in today. I have got a Heinz Big Soup, lamb and vegetable, because I'm too tight to keep going out buying food all the time. So I'll go back to the car, put it back to the office, crack on with it, and I'll see you in the next one. Um, I've had quite a few, quite a few comments and emails about my old Jag as well. I haven't found it yet, but a lot of help trying to find it, so that's good. So I'm hoping, hoping one day to be able to bring you a video where I go see my old Jag. Can you imagine? That'd be good. That'd be good. Anyway, as always. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. I'll get to 70,000. And I'll see you in another video again soon. Ta da!